In this video, we're going to explore the proposition that helping another human being to improve, to fulfill their potential, is in fact a general process with general lessons that we can draw upon both from within business life and from our experience outside being either a sports coach or helping our children grow. Somewhat humorously, I call the description, how do you train a pigeon? Step one is you draw a line right where the pigeon is and you do nothing. You stand back just to see if it's even willing to participate. And if it's not, you shoot it. And that's the point we were just on, which is right at the point of hiring, if you don't want to go where we're going, if you don't want to live to the standards we're living, let us not have too many hiring mistakes of people who just don't want to try as hard as we want to try. Am I making sense on this point? You cannot be a good manager if you hire for expediency. You just buy yourself years worth of managerial problems. You got to, absolutely the first test is does this person want to live to the standards that we want to live? I notice it's mostly about standards, not goals. It's mostly does this person share our views about how you deal with people internally? Does our people share our views about what is the appropriate amount of energy to bring to work life? Does this get the idea? If I can get people who share the same standards, I can deal with a lot of other differences in human beings but there's a certain core standards we've got to share because it ain't going to work otherwise. And I'd better get that right up front if I'm going to be a good manager and still have time to do the things I like to do. So once you've decided you've shot the appropriate percentage of pigeons, you then sit down with each pigeon one-on-one. -on -one. And by the way, the only managerial activities worthy of the name are one-on-one. -on -one. Everything else is window dressing. So if you think you can manage by doing you know, 1 to 10, 1 to 50, forget it. You have impact one-on-one -on -one and everything else is window dressing. You do one-on-one, -on -one, highly customized, and you do not look the ultimate goal, because the ultimate outcomes are scary. If somebody came to me and says, Maester, you need to lose 30 pounds. <gasps> Every time you mention 30 pounds to me, I'm going to run the opposite direction. You with me? If you start talking complete transformations, this is not motivating, this is scary. If you come to me and say, well, do you think you could lose a pound every second week? Mm, not sure, but it's always worth talking about. <laughs> right, a pound every second week, well, then you do the math, and a pound every second week is 20, you've all been through this, haven't you? <laughs> right? A pound every second week is 25 pounds in a year, and you're almost there. And here's the point. You agree and you say to the pigeon, let's see if we can figure out something that this office needs to get done, which also you would find fun. Let's just have that as a conversation. Is there anything beyond getting done what we normally need to get done that you could accomplish in the next three months that meets two tests? One is you'd find it an exciting thing to do, a fun thing to do, to try at least. And B, it would help what we're trying to accomplish in the overall department or the overall office. And we'll keep the conversation until we find an overlap. And if after extended conversation we can't find an overlap between what excites you and what we need to do as an organization, 
I've got a university job for you. And again, that's not being brutal. That's saying if after extensive conversation, we can't find anything that you would find exciting, which is what we need to do as an organization, we probably ought to separate. Does that make sense? That's not being unkind. That's not being brutal. It's saying take the time. But if that's the case, let's just deal with the issue. That's the courage to make things better. Work with people, give them a chance. But when it's clear they don't want to do what we need to have done, then you've got to be a good person and look in the eye and say, we really shouldn't be proceeding together here. You don't want where we need to go. Let me help you go somewhere else. That's part of great management too. Still with me? And the minute you find something and you agree, something that could get done in the next three months, short term. Just like good coaching. When you're coaching an athlete, you only raise the bar a little amount and say, let's just try this one small increment. Now, this is where the audience participation part of the program begins. I will give you the magic words, and then I want you to repeat them back to me afterwards. So you're prepared to be that tacky? Okay, here we go. You say to the pigeon, come on, pigeon, you can do it. I will help you. You ready? Come on, pigeon. You can do it. I will help you. Well done. You all now have a Harvard MBA. <laughs> and it's just like raising kids, isn't it? It's exactly the same process. It's not meant to be silly. I'm trying to be deadly serious. The way you raise kids is you say, where's the kids' next challenge? And it's not an intellectual process of what does the rule book say of all the challenges for everybody at this pay grade. It's where's each kid's next challenge. Is that making sense? How much of the bar do you raise? What's the right game for this kid to be playing to get them to stretch and keep the conversation? Do you find something they're excited about that fits in the family? And then you say, come on, you can't be a good parent if you're always, unless you're being demanding to your kids, come on, you can do it. But you can't be only demanding because the essence of also being a good parent is being helpful and supportive, which is you can do it, I'll help you. Right? And you all know this, if you've been parents, you can't be a good parent if you don't give your kids confidence and actually help them. Does that make sense? And again, back to my earlier theme that you heard, we know this in our personal lives, we just don't bring it to work. Why should I deal with my staff in the way that I deal with my kids? I care about my kids. <laughs> as soon as your kid has got across the first line, what do you do? Praise, right? It's not even reward, right? What I need from you, if I'm going to take off the 30 pounds, I don't need rewards, I don't need parties. I need you to A, notice that I made the first step. I need you to be around enough, mom. I need you to be around enough, dad. Not off doing your own business, serving your clients and constituency. I need you to notice that the thing we agreed I would do, I did it. <laughs> And I need you to say, well done, when it's appropriate to say, well done. Don't be phony on me, just don't leave it out. You with me? No fakery required. If I did it, say, well done. If I didn't do it, you know, make me feel bad about that. Don't get phony. But I need you to be both if you're going to be a good parent to me, right? And now, as soon as you've said, well done, what's the next thing you do to raise your kids? Draw another line. Right? And you do 10 or 15, you know, 18 or 19 with young boys. The process is coaching, and the process is parenting. 
that it is one process that we know about how you get another human being to perform at a higher level. It is a familiar, well-known process, and I'll just put down the words we've already said, it's the combination of being both demanding and supportive. If you're only demanding and never supportive, your kids will run away from home at the age of 12. If you're only supportive and nurturing and never demanding, your kids will be in cocaine at the age of 14. Right? And if you're going to do this right, you better learn how to be both simultaneously, not alternatively. That's what made me a bad manager, is that I have such a little control of my own emotions that if you averaged it over a year, I wasn't bad with Julie, averaged over a year. Over a year, I was 50-50. On any given day, I was one of the two extremes. It didn't, it turns out that's not the lesson, right? It's not, you know, average out over a year. It's on every single day. You are both demanding and supportive. This is hard stuff if you're not a natural at it. The questions you must now reflect on is do you agree with the process that has just been described about how you successfully coach and help another human being develop themselves? If you do agree with that process, you obviously need to ask yourself, how well do you execute each of the component steps? And then finally, what you can do to complete the package of how you manage.